Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL News Time 315. The three things you need to know this hour first. An economic committee has just voted in favour to change the Utah state flag. It will now go to the full house to be discussed, but with only four days left in the legislative session, time will tell as to whether it will make it to Governor Cox's desk. I'm KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell. Second, cities and other local governments want to control short-term rentals, but the legislature is debating how much control it wants to give them over Airbnbs. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. Restrictions in place again this afternoon for both Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons. Looking at a much better drive along SR-224. That snow-covered road has melted and we're seeing a wet road surface both directions between I-80 at Kimball Junction and Park City. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Drive by afternoon, but another round of snow tomorrow. I'm Matt Johnson. 39, no snow falling. Now, KSL's top national stories... From ABC News, I'm Lindsay Davis, anchor of Prime, streaming weeknights on ABC News Live. Supreme Court justices heard arguments today on the constitutionality of the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program. Six GOP states claim they will be harmed if the plan is allowed to go into effect, putting relief for 40 million Americans on hold. ABC's Devin Dwyer has the details. We heard in these arguments from Chief Justice John Roberts, Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, big concern about the price tag, half a trillion dollars, and whether Congress actually authorized that in this education law passed in 2003. The liberal justices firing back on those questions of standing, suggesting the six states that are here challenging this plan wouldn't actually be hurt by the forgiveness of federal student loan debt. A decision is expected in the summer. EPA Administrator Michael Regan was back in East Palestine, Ohio, the scene of this month's toxic train derailment. While residents continue to raise health concerns, Regan says so far all air and water quality tests have come back okay. At any point the company fails to comply with the actions ordered by EPA, we will immediately step in, conduct the work that needs to be done, and then force Norfolk Southern to pay triple the cost in accordance with the powers granted to my agency. Regan says the EPA will provide cleaning services for homes and businesses. The wave of violence in the West Bank between Israelis and Palestinians is escalating. A 27-year-old American man is among the latest victims. He was going to a wedding, he was going to see his friends, and then he was planning on heading back to the U.S., but he was uh, shot. And we know his funeral will be held tomorrow in Tel Aviv. ABC's Inez de la Quitara in Jerusalem. Voters in Chicago are at the polls to determine whether Mayor Lori Lightfoot will get another term in office. There are nine candidates. If no one gets 50 percent of the vote, the top two will compete in a runoff in April. You're listening to ABC News. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, 
but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for the in-depth on KSL. The Supreme Court heard arguments this morning about the Biden administration's student loan bailout. Inside Sources host Boyd Matheson has graciously stayed late to bring the arguments into focus. So, Boyd, first of all, do we glean any idea of how the court might rule on student loans from the questions asked today? Yeah, the questions asked were very interesting. And, and one of the things we have to do in situations like this is we have to set aside whether we think it's a good idea or a bad idea to forgive those student loans. So set that aside and just look at it from a legal standpoint. So what we heard from the justices, on one hand, they're talking about overreach from the executive branch. Did the president exceed the president's authority doing this by executive order? Order. They call that the major question doctrine, which a simple way to say that is Congress, do your job. If it's a significant thing, half a trillion dollars is a significant thing. Congress should do that. So that's what you're hearing from the conservative majority of the court. There's another issue, which is the standing issue. So you have six states that have brought this case to the Supreme Court. And you're hearing from Katanji Brown Jackson, the junior member of the court, saying have these states really been hurt? Do they really have standing if this all goes forward that the president forgives all these student loans? Uh, and so they're really sending a message. Katanji Brown-Jackson and some others on the court are saying, I'm not sure this is the standard we want for standing. That might have implications in a whole lot of other cases as well. I'm really curious how the states responded to that question. Uh, so interesting. Missouri probably has the best case because they actually have something within the state that uh, services those uh, that debt and collects the interest payments. And so there are funds. So there is actual harm being done if those are just suddenly all forgiven. Uh, all of this, though, Jeff, I think is important that we we're missing the, the conversation about is this the right thing to do? Is this the best thing to do? Uh, there's no conversation happening about the cost of higher education. Uh, also, a lot of interesting things under the president's executive order. Uh, many people would be able to just pay 5% of their income on their student loan for 10 years, about 68 bucks a month, like a you know service charge, uh, and then the rest of their debt would be wiped out. So there's lots of different paths and a lot of things uh, in the fine print uh, that I think we'll see play out as, the, the, as it moves along. I would ask when's the Supreme Court going to issue a verdict? But I think the answer is when they dang well feel like it. Am I correct? Uh, you're, you are correct. Most uh, often on cases like this, they wait until May or June towards the end of their session or at the end of the term. Uh, but this is one that has real impact. And so I wouldn't be surprised if this one actually came out a little bit earlier. We shall see. And thank you, Inside Sources host Boyd Matheson. Back tomorrow afternoon on KSL at 1 p.m. It's 320. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. 
What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.